0: Hey, welcome to the Tap In Podcast. I'm your host Javon. Uh, as always, with my co-host Duop. What up? What up? What's good? And We got a very special guest came through with the drip. What's good? DNA Picasso. What's popping? What's poppin', What's popping? Shoot. So what's good, man? How's your day been so far? I man, good. Honestly, I woke up
1: hungover as fuck. Had a good night. Um, <laughs> Had a great night. Had a great night. Early as morning. Late as. So,
0: it. yeah. Let's talk. I kind of want to talk about the nightlife because you are one of the people that's really pushing that scene in Denver, Colorado with the promotion that you do with Onyx. I guess my thing to you is where do you see that going, you know, with the promotion through Onyx? Is that something that you plan on, you know, sticking with, or is that something you're trying to use to build your career
1: with, or how do you see you building the nightlife scene out here? I mean, both. I feel like I'm just, I've been, like, the glue to this shit. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm, uh, person out here who just connects everyone together yeah and that's kind of the position that i've played um but to answer that question um you know i'm yeah i'm gonna be honest until further notice and it does definitely help my career it helps me gain my following get people familiar with me not just my music and the they see of me on social media but they can see me in person and like how i interact with people and the energy
2: that i bring
0: yeah, I think that's huge. I think that's like that's a big reason why I started doing this podcast in the first place cuz I feel like music is only one part of the story. I feel like at some point you got to relate to the person who's making the music. You got to kind of know their story, like feel where they're coming from to a yeah. point so like I really want to get to know people. So when people go to listen to the musicians, they also have a place to like
1: understand the musicians cuz like, you know, you can only say so much on a track. Yeah. Absolutely. And oftentimes it's misconstrued. Like people, a lot of people don't even understand what I'm actually saying at the time. <laughs> you get a text from your ex after track, like, <laughs> yeah. you drop a track. Yeah. No <laughs>
3: comment. So it's happened a couple times. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so just to stay on the Onyx thing, what exactly do you do there? Um,
1: I promote there. I just I do things from. I um, book tables. I uh, push your social media uh, presence. Um, I obviously invite people there, and I book artists, I just do everything, honestly. Okay, so you're
0: like, they're really, like, goat, super you're literally promoter. Yeah, you're yeah. like, how they're tapped into the city, like, yeah. okay, okay. I think I think you thought you thought about
1: working with other clubs? I have worked with other clubs, I've, oh, worked, okay. I've worked with the I've worked with Dorchester, um, I've been a couple of nights with uh, Mile High Spirits, um, and a couple other bars that aren't in Denver. Um, but, you know, Onyx has treated me the best. And, the most loyal, so I'm sticking with them right now. Okay.
0: Um, so, in terms of being a,
1: a host and
0: also an artist, do you think, like, how does that do? Do you think those things ever conflict with each other? Like, you know, at one point, I feel like a host wants to be friendly with everybody, you know, inviting to everybody. But as an artist, you probably got your own clique who you make music with, um, do things with that you don't necessarily want to let people in. Yeah. So does that ever kind of conflict, or? Um,
1: it should, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm a little different, like I, first and foremost, I'm a people person. Before the music, before anything, like I love people. Okay. And I'll always be a people person, you know what I'm will always be inviting, I'll always be uh, welcoming, and i always have that positive energy around people. And I'm down to meet people, if someone wants to walk up to me, like walk up to me, like, mm-hmm. I'm not unapproachable, can come say what's up to me. Um, but uh, it's all about balance. It's all about balance like you know some nights i'm in there i don't really want to talk to people um but um, i don't know it just depends it, it, it just depends yeah that's gonna be tough
0: because like i'm uh not the most social person like i do really well in social situations but that's because like i space those out kind of far and in between and mm-hmm. i feel like to a degree you're kind of at a club for five mm-hmm. three or four nights a week at least yeah so like you kind of always got to be on, does that make it harder to make music? Like, are you, like, worn out by that constant interaction with people? Like,
1: I'm not going to lie. Honestly, at this point, um, I'm not going to say I'm burnt out, because definitely not. Um, But it's kind of tiring, and I've shifted my focus from more, like, when I first got into the promoting, like, it was lit as fuck, bro. So lit. Like, I was just like, I'm running back nigga. a yeah. <laughs> I'm around there, I'm, now. And I'm just Like, Yeah, this is, like, I can get used this. And then after a while I'm just like, I I treat it more like work you now. Um, even though it's fun. It's, it's fun, a job. but I treat, I, I treat it more like work. And, <laughs> and I'm more about, you know, uh, making my money than I am about how let out look in the club mm-hmm. or anything like that because it's, it's going to come like I'm always going to be late in the club At whatever yeah. time you see me I'm going to be dripped out like <laughs> I'm going to have that console drip yeah mm-hmm. um, but it's more work to me now Um mm-hmm. but yeah it's cool I fuck with it it's, I, it's not something I'm going to do forever at this level I definitely want to be involved with the nightlife scene probably forever but I want to fucking own clubs and strip clubs and bars and fucking mm-hmm. all types of shit bro
4: Next level Next yeah. level shit mm-hmm. okay
0: so I've always wondered what, so like, I think other cities, a big reason why they produce culture at like a higher rate than we do is because they have like a center for culture, you know, like everybody has a place. like for example, there's a studio that a bunch of rappers go to in New York, so all the rappers in New York, one way or another, they're interacting with each other, kind of the venues that they know are pretty, like, and clean. If you go to other places like it's kind of just like a nucleus of place. I feel like something that Colorado struggles with in general is how spread out we are. How do you have a solution to that in terms of like bringing something that's like alright people who like hip-hop and maybe not just want to go to the club or like maybe they just want to vibe or some shit like that. Like I feel like there's nowhere for you to just go out and
1: chill. It's either like Zero or a hundred, like, yeah, pretty
4: true. That's very yeah, true, exactly.
1: Like, mm-hmm. do you see, yeah, but you got to read really in between the lines, too. Like, you said, like, Denver's really, really spread out, and it's, it's almost to so a point where, like, if you're tapped in, you're gonna be in the same room as everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, like, I'm in the club, or like, even at GBL or at Conway's. Like, yesterday, I did a session with Trey AAA, and then right when his session ended, AP walks in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Fuck it, I'm gonna stay. I made a song with AP right after his session, tune walked in. I'm like damn, I'm a stay. So I was in the studio for ten hours yesterday. Mm-hmm. So you see in. a lot of the he same working, people though. Yeah. I, I, I do see a lot of the same people, but I do see new people all the time too. Yeah. Like people that um I know of that I haven't met, like I always run into new people all the time. Um but like I don't really feel like Denver needs like a like a like a center, like a new place. One problem I have with other cities, I'm actually originally I was born in New York. Um I got adopted i moved to los angeles uh, in the empire area and moved out here when i was 16. so i've been here for like nine years mm-hmm. and then granted i went to college in nebraska ran track out there for a couple of years ended up leaving came back but like the problem i have with other cities um is like everybody all the artists in new york try to sound the same all the artists in the bay area they sound the same all the artists in uh, l.a they sound the same all the artists in atlanta they sound the same florida memphis same thing i feel like you know everybody keep saying like Denver doesn't have a sound but that's cool like that means no one no one like dropped one nigga sound like I feel like in the Bay Area everyone sounds the same because one person ran with that sound and they're like oh this is our sound now let's just all make music like this like nah, Denver there's so many different creators from so many different parts of not not just like Colorado but just the world the country so like there's so many different influences like like we could like the same music and we can live completely different lifestyles, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We can, totally. And, and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Like, we don't all have to be the same out here. And um, Denver's a, just an interesting place, bro. Like Denver's so it's interesting. Very to me. It yeah. It's very a, it's different. It is very different. It's a melting pot. Mm-hmm. It's never gonna. If we, I'm gonna be mad as fuck if we ever get to a point where they're like, oh, we got, this is ours. This is Denver sound. And everyone's making music like each mm-hmm. other, like like one person. I'm gonna be mad as fuck, bro. That's interesting. Cause I like that kinda. I, Yeah, I, I mean, I like that perspective that's for that
0: sure. I've always been on the other side of like, having a signature kind of, that's how, kind of what elevates you further. You know, I feel like a lot of people in the Bay sound the same because they're in one way or another competing with each other to get on that national stage. And I just don't know that we're like, I just don't know how you would identify one of us nationally and be able to bring, like, a rallying behind that. Because, like, if you hear the west side bop, everybody knows how it comes in, the light tones and the, like, they're just real Snoop Dogg-type beat. Everybody on the west coast kind of understands. It's like, oh, that's our lane. This is what we fuck with. But it definitely is interesting hearing you say that, like, nah, we don't need that. We need to stay different. We need to no, and, I, and
1: not even to bash on L.A. or anything like that. Like, that's cool because... They have like, if you even think about different places in the country, like in the south they have, they have accents. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I can't fault them for all sounding the same, for all carrying that same tone in their, and in the, in delivering their music. Um, but like I said, the difference is melting pot. Like we don't all like need to be on the same shit. Like we can all be different creators dress the same, look the same, sound the same, talk, talk I, mean, I mean, I'm talking about different. Yeah. Dress different, uh, sound different, talk different, like, all that shit um but I don't know bro like it's, it's crazy to me that um, Denver just doesn't have really eyes on it I feel like Denver has to be blackballed in the industry for some reason really? yes because I've been to Atlantic and they asked me where I was from and I told them I lived in Denver and they told me like that's not it don't say that mm. <laughs> so like I wonder is
0: you know what? We'll get into that, um, but for now, let's get into "Remember Me" by DNA. Lucas. I love
4: you, Bobby. Hey, come to my side when you're ready change your life if you let me Only hit it once, won't forget me ay, I can do it right off the Henny I can change your life if you let me ay, Come to my side when you're ready ay, Only hit it once, won't forget me ay, I can hit it right off the Henny So I take one shot ay, And fall into your love, then I take two shots then we reach the clouds above, then I take three shots. Cause now I'm in the zone, about to fuck it up. Then I take four shots. I don't remember. But you gon' remember You gon' remember.
5: You gon' remember. we doing? You poppin' and lock it, baby, drop it. it See my like fuckin' is a popular option. I don't remember what your name is, but it's dragging my noggin. Quick flashes so you sloppin' the toppin'. Little Puerto Rican mommy, she's outta get naughty. So bad, put my niggas in the back and let her ride in the shotty. Yeah, we smoking all that gas, I got them pack by the dolly. If you need some real dick, you can call me. Yeah, hit me on the ring ring, you my little ting ting. Call me when I need things, I'm missing that feet. Girl, girl, I know you miss it when you're
4: sad and all alone. So I take one shot ay, and fall into your love. Then I take two shots. Uh, then we reach the class above. Then I take three shots. Ay, Cause now I'm in the zone, about to fuck it up. Then I take four shots. Four shots. I don't remember. Ay, but you gon' remember. Okay, all right,
0: we're back. That was Remember Me by DNA. Um, so you were saying that you know, we don't really need a sound because it's more advantageous for all these sounds. And then you are kind of saying that Denver's getting blackballed. And I want to know, do you think that's more of a misconception of who we are as a city or something yeah. deeper than that? Because I feel like when I tell people I'm from Denver and I go another place, the first thing they think is like cows. you know like
1: we're just all far. I'm not gonna lie to you bro I moved here unwillingly I was with my 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 twin brother my uh, my mom my dad Um, some shit happened with just our situation in California my dad was just like I'm gonna go back home to Colorado which is this is where he's from with the Cherry Creek he's a native here Mm -hmm. Um, and I came here and I'm like Colorado the fuck am I about (laughs) about to get on some horses and start riding (laughs) Exactly. and then I got to Colorado and I enrolled in a school, and I got to school, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's, it's kind of diverse out here. Black. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So um, I do feel like, you know, I think you're right. I think it, there's, a, it, there's a misconception of what, who Denver, what Denver really is and the type of people that are actually in Denver. And people want to attach an identity to Denver or, like, mm-hmm. an identity to places, and it, it, mm-hmm. you don't have to. Like, Denver's the one. Th- I got, when I did come here, like, I was dealing with a lot of, like, fuck shit in California, fucking with the wrong people, gang affiliated motherfuckers, I just didn't need to be around, and I was always a person like, nah, bro, we don't gotta do this, bro, like, we don't gotta, you ain't gotta go tag up all these niggas, you ain't gotta do this, you ain't gotta tow pistols, you ain't gotta smoke weed, you ain't gotta do all that shit. We, well, I was, a, I was a young cat, you know what I'm saying? I was like, mm-hmm. we can focus, we can go play sports, we can go do this shit, we can go make music, we can go, like, do shit different, sure. and people are just like stuck in that mindset out there, or back in 2010, but I came out here and I found acceptance, bro, people are actually like, Little things from like Hispanics and Black people kind of like fucking despise each other in California. Like at my school, there was fights every Heady. single day.
4: I, mm-hmm.
1: It was stupid. I came out here like <coughs> Hispanics like, "What's up,
4: bro?
5: How you doing, my G?" Like
1: just friendly to me. And I'm just like, I came here and I just kind of had that like
5: edge.
1: That edge to me. And I'm like, I could actually like you know let loose. Yeah, yeah. So when did you move of, to Colorado? In 2010, when I was like uh, 15, going on 16. Okay. Um, getting my sophomore year in high school, but um. I feel like I kind of just ventured off on that question, but I don't
3: know. is that atmosphere? Is what keeps you here in Denver? The
1: acceptance. Yeah, I sure. really feel like I got a piece of mind when I came here, bro. Like, um, I was able to like get away from all the people that I didn't need to be around and protect my energy out here. This is a place where like you can like escape, you can get away, you can focus on what really matters. You can actually like get on your shit, and, and distractions won't do you in as much. Um, that's why I do fuck with Denver and, and I feel like I want everyone to know too, like in Denver, like you're accepted here, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not from Denver but I felt that when I when I got here. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be different, being in Denver. You can live next to somebody and be different. Like and people need to understand that's cool, like, you can do that.
0: Yeah. I mean that I think that's something I've always taken for granted, like and if you really see it when you go other places It's like generally like the atmosphere of people out here is like very open and like when I went to LA, um, we were just traveling there, I think I was trying to like just, I think I just tried to start like a random conversation in line or something like that because I was bored. And like mm-hmm. if you're bored in line <laughs> out here, you talk to the dude next to you and they usually like give you something back, you make a light joke, go back about waiting, mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> They don't look at talk you like, to me. The fuck are you I'm doing about? what I'm doing. Do what you need to do, and that's it. <laughs>
1: I was just like, damn.
0: Definitely can't live out
1: here. <laughs> but, but it's crazy though, because like the energy that I have right now, I could take this energy anywhere, and people will feel it. Like I don't care how uptight motherfuckers are in LA. I'll come, yeah. up, I'll come up to you and talk to you, and I'm gonna bring something out of people that, like, you can you, you can let go, bro. You don't gotta be so uptight. You don't gotta be such an asshole. You can you can talk to me. Um, so
0: I'm just wondering for you, what do you, what part of the music making process brings you the most pride? Would you say it's like your ability to like your flow? I mean, you definitely got the best flow I've heard of rappers out here. So I would say that's something that's like super strong on you. Is you got ridiculously good flow. I so that, for fun. you, do you take the most pride in like your ability to flow, your ability to kind of um, I'm losing the word. Um, punchlines you know ability to create punchlines or just like the ability to create a complete song like
1: what's the most what brings you the most pride while you're making music um all of that definitely brings me pride um but i think the most would have to be um my ability to learn and to mm. do something different and to try something new like on that 10-hour layover project with doobie doobie and like i'm on that big singing yeah that's not something i noticed that, that. i was doing two years yeah. ago like but I'm just like you know, I have a I have a cool voice and I got good voice control, so why not just take it somewhere else? Um, and I like to I like being able to like just have a voice in general, and to be able to like you know talk about shit that's going on in my life and have people relate to it. People walk coming to me and be like, bro, when you said that one line in that song, i like, I felt that shit, and I'm just not alone. And I'm just like that little shit right there, bro, means the world to me. You know what I'm saying? So that yeah. type of shit is like just the fact that I can do what I do and it gets reciprocated. The energy, you know, people fuck with it. And, I just love that, bro. I appreciate you on the flow thing, too. I just, I always want to improve. You know what I'm saying? I want to continue to find my voice. I want to continue to try new things. Um, It's just the beginning type shit. Okay, okay. And you
0: said that, like, you did add the singing, so would you say that's something special for this um, album, or is that something that's basically just part of the evolution of who you are as an artist that we can see? I think
1: both. is definitely part of the evolution that um, of me as an artist and I also wanted to bring that sound to this project because it was the first time me and Doobie New and ever collabed mm-hmm. and we were just like fuck one song, let's do ten. Yeah. It's the whole project. And so we literally did ten songs in ten hours. Um, we did two five hour sessions back to back Sundays, dropped it the next week. And we got all, all the writing, recording, mixing, production done in all that ten hours and it was just something that it was a whole vibe that whole project is just a whole vibe yeah, yeah yeah,
0: it is very consistent like that's something that i don't think a lot of people especially like up and comers realize is that an album isn't just a collection of songs like an album it's a whole idea yeah exactly an album is a complete thought while a song is part of that you know yeah. and i feel like
4: People
0: is that. Yeah, exactly. And your last album was like a complete thought, while other people will put out an album of just like, these are the best songs that I recorded in the studio the last for the past months. two months. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, yeah. okay, these songs are really good separately, but together Yeah. what do they do together? Not yeah. much.
1: Sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, if I could go back and not be in such of a rush with that project in terms of like, I was just like feeling about it. I was like, fuck okay, it, let's, let's create, let's put it out, let's get the world to hear it. I'll probably take off like, Taxi's and KOD and What You Want because those songs are like more upbeat, more of like my uh, general style, my like how I spit and everything. But like, it just didn't to me um, fit that whole entire complete vibe of what I was really trying to go for. But it's crazy because even with those songs on there, I think people do still catch that vibe mm-hmm. and catch the idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I like to switch up all those
0: songs. Like it I know KOD is actually a song that I like I dig. So like I think I think they end up fitting there.
3: Yeah. Um, do you like
1: recording just off the vibe or do you like going, going in premeditated? Um, it just depends on the record. Um with yeah. Doobie, um I think the only songs that I had um written were Tax Season, mm-hmm. um, KOD, uh, What You Want, um, and maybe my verse for Campbell Soup, but everything else I wanted in there in Freestyle, it was just off the vibe, like, obviously I didn't do it all in one take, I just, I split a couple bars and I was just like, let me hear that back. Okay, 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 let me add this on real quick, so it was like, that was the first time I ever, ever recorded like that, and that's because I saw Napalm and Doobie record like that. Um, okay. Okay. So do you think you're
0: like a, um, a perfectionist when you make music, like is it something that like, like, I mean, it's, it's not been that long, but you rattled off three songs pretty immediately to me that you were like, this didn't really fit what I think I was trying to create right there, so do you think you are kind of a perfectionist when you make your music, or are you more of like, um, the imperfections in my music are also a part of that?
1: Um, Both. I'll elaborate on both. Um, I am a perfectionist in the sense that, like, you know, I want everything to be quality. I want everything to be concise. Um, But I also am not a perfectionist because in life, there's never a perfect moment. It's just a moment. And you just have to take it in regardless. And that's what, like, sometimes, like, in songs, like, I might have said something, like, a different way or in a different tone, and I was like, and I, I look back at it like, damn, I could have said it like this, but nah, that was the moment. Yeah. and, um, the imperfections in the music, I feel like, is what makes it, makes it genuine. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and spend five hours recording one song. I don't care.
3: You're not gonna Eminem no. a verse and just like do it over and over until
1: it's every single Hell word no. and letters, right? Yeah. Hell no. But sometimes it just depends. If I'm if I if I'm, if I'm fucking up, then yeah, like I'm gonna go back and do sure. it again. But, you know, and then the process of recording is crazy because I'll write a whole song and I'll get on the mic and be like, this is not sounding like I thought it would sound. So I got to take it somewhere else, which is cool to me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't want to
0: take it in too far of a different direction, but in terms of you right now, what do you see your biggest obstacle to your next
1: step being? Capital. Money. Yeah. there's no fucking money in the entertainment entertainment industry in Denver. Like in Atlanta, they literally have in their, like, in their, uh, like, city building, they have, like, an entertainment office. Uh-huh. And they delegate, like, money and funds towards, like, their entertainment community. We don't have anything like that. Denver doesn't give a fuck about the entertainment industry. See, right? that's
0: kind of what I was, that's, I guess that's kind of what I mean more or less about, like, us not having a nucleus. It's like, we have a ton of creatives, we have a ton of people that'll go pay attention to the creatives, but we just don't have anywhere to, what's the word? Not, is it cultivate? Nah. Um, it's what you do with a prospect in sports before they get ready. Like a combine or something? Nah, like how you groom somebody. Like the system that Artist you- Artist development? Exactly. There's no development, I feel like. It's yeah. like, we have, and it's not like we don't have the space, or like, you know? Cause like, we have the venues. Some of the best venues in the country, if not the world, with like Red Rocks and um, First Bank and, and the Pepsi Center. Like, those three venues are like crazy well respected, really nice places. It's just that, like, we don't have anywhere for a person like me who's really interested in the Denver scene to go find out about it. The, the, again, big reason why I started the podcast is I really like rap, I really like music but I was always wondering like, why am I was listening from something from the coasts or the south and I know there's talent here but it just never gets to me for some reason
4: yeah I was really disappointed when I moved here too in 2009 it was like a huge gap with the entertainment industry there was nowhere to really go to hear local talent those kinds of things I mean, yeah. the the um, was the, the Roxy is one venue that we yeah. use. You know, um, what's the other one that starts with a C? Cervantes. Cervantes, you know, but those aren't great venues. You don't really want to go to those venues if you're trying to get drippy and go get dressed up and go out. That's not really that type of venue. Yeah,
1: yeah I honestly feel like that's actually a great question. I haven't really thought about it like that. Like one hub for, you know, consumers in Denver to, to like seek talent in their own state. Yeah. Um, what I do see is that all these concerts, there's so many fans of music. I don't care if it's a Trippie Red, an LMA, Scissor, fucking Wale. It doesn't matter who comes out here. The shows are packed, so it's ridiculous for people to say there's no fans of music in Denver. Mm. Like, you don't have to leave Denver for people to like to get a check from your music, to get followers from Denver. It's just about how do we show, make people care about what's going on out right here. And I know the biggest thing is we gotta stop letting talent buyers and promoters disrespect the scene. And I, and I say that because when I went to the Lil Mosey show or the Blueface show or the Made in Tokyo show, I'm, I'm looking at all these openers for these shows. And all these openers for these shows, I mean, I'm not one to say anyone's artist is trash, but um, it's not a good representation of the city. These talent buyers are putting people on shows who can sell tickets. Or who can buy their tickets, but there's no selection process. They're not, I feel like this is the only place where artists don't have to send an EPK, electronic press kit, to submit to go perform to a show. Mm. Art, uh, the talent pirates don't even care what the music sounds like prior to them doing the show at all. And that, that type of shit hurts, hurts the city because, yeah. you know, personally, if I'm a consumer, if I'm going to a Trippy Red concert and I'm um, there to see Trippy Red, the, the, he has openers and one of them um, says that they're from Denver, and they're a local artist, and they're garbage. How do how, how do I then look at Denver artists? Mm. Yeah, like they're garbage. But yeah, like okay, this is the best you guys could get with this guy. All right, you have Trippy Red I in have- this bitch, and you put this guy right up up here next to him. Mm-hmm. That didn't actually happen at the Trippy Red concert because he didn't have any local support. But it's just an example, you know what I'm saying? Um, we just have to represent the city on all levels. Like it's crazy because, like I said, I, I'm not one to say was artists trash. Like. Or not good at all. Um, Can be, because, because it's <laughs> but like, artists have to like drop the ego. Even me, and I'm and i and, and, and I'm and I'm doing a good job of that. I'm I'm learning still every day, but it's like it's not even about like getting on shows if you're not ready. It's not about getting that feature if you're not ready or anything if you're not ready. Like, you have to, like, the artist development is key. And I haven't had anyone to coach me. I haven't had a coach, a manager, or any of that shit. I'm just good at self-reflecting and learning and just being open-minded and aware and enlightened. Like, I just know, I learn from my own mistakes, experiences and shit like that, and I'm just focused on improvement. But, like, there's so many creators out here, and some people just need to fuck around and just be support, support, I don't know, man. It's not even my place
0: yeah. to say like anything. So do yeah, with anything. yeah. But like, so you are, I guess, kind of the new upcoming. Like you are a, the main promoter for Onyx, right? Mhm. Um, so basically, you're one of the main guys coming up here. I like, that would be the word, you know. Like, if somebody comes here, to um, t- so like say Trippy Red's manager comes out here and he needs to book. An opener because they don't have one on their show. Who are they calling if not somebody like you? Like, is there an old guard that's maybe not taking things so seriously? Is it that we don't have anybody that's actually you know that gatekeeper to Denver?
1: I want to say first and foremost, much respect to like AEG and like the people that work with them and Live Nation. But I just I feel like they're the ones who need to care a little bit less about. Much money they're gonna make from the show, and more so about the experience of the show and how the show is going to help um, them in the city that they're living in. You know, and it takes someone to be a little selfless to do that. Yeah. To save up the money, like, how can I really do something dope and memorable? So I'm gonna tell you right now, that Lil Mosey show to me was, I was disappointed. I was disappointed in the fact that some of the openers were not to my liking, and then Lil Mosey came out, and because of the openers were so like, just not it, the crowd was just like, done. And then Lil Mosey, and they were complaining like, y'all aren't late enough in Denver, y'all aren't late enough, get more late. Like, nigga, just perform. Like, it's just like, the experience, bro, is key to me. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck everything else, fuck how much money you're gonna make. If that experience is trash, I'm never coming back again. Yeah. Like, I I totally
0: I totally agree with that, like, I mean, if you think about the, like, very biggest artists in the world, that next step for them being the very best in the world is not the music that they put out every time, it's the complete experience that they give to their fans. Yeah. Like, Beyonce, like, I know we all seen that, um, that HBCU special she put on it, was it the Grammys? Or no, it was at like the game. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, like, I know we all seen that. That's nuts. Like, that's a whole production. I'm not saying anybody should even be on that level, but just, like, when you're taking yourself to the next level, I feel like a a lot of people are focused on, like, my music, which is, like, totally understandable. You should definitely be focused on your music, but at the end of the day, you're an entertainer, and this is it. I
5: love you. I love you. I love you.
2: Ayy, new drip, I been on some cool shit, whoa.
5: Same G All this big dick energy Got your bitch on the knees I put that zanny on the tongue She said she wanna be numb Caught that Glock right on the top So I ain't talking about no gun Yeah, team go chains on my neck Like a fucking boss. I'm Aquafina drip Got these niggas looking super lost Randy Moss catch a nigga slipping And his head is off Cause she spread the gang And I'ma turn this to the Holocaust I just parked the park in the whip Now I'm nodding off No bitch I ain't driving I'm just riding at the top it all the top is off You don't want no smaller nigga Knock it off, I work, work Work, they're work, they're with nigga yeah, yeah. I got a clean slate. Watch, got, watch, got a mean face. Pull up, popper with a 3A. When money call, you can't, be late. you can't be late. I need my bread in advance. Real niggas can hide the man. Say you wanna be the man, don't get the motherfucking bands
2: No drip. I've been on some. Shit, whoa. same homie, same mother's new bitch, huh? Brand new, same phone, who is this, huh? Not a lane, give a fuck, who you with? what new, new trip, I've been on some cool shit, huh? Same homie, same mother's new bitch, Walk, brand new, same phone, who is this, huh? Not a lane, give a fuck, who you with? Whoa.
5: New shit, I been on some new shit ayy. We don't trust you, cut you off a of loose lips ayy. In my city, we be round with two clips hoo, hoo. Had my youngins line you up a few jips 99, nigga, no. uh, I'm tired of y'all Go up the side of y'all, ain't gon' ride for y'all They been showing me no real love since we been starting up But we still been going up I'ma score right in your face. Free take care, you know I have to do the race. Race, race, Shout out Harvey, he gon' help me be the case. Case, case. Close your mouth, or there ain't nothing left to say. Say,
2: say, say, New drip, I've been on. Shit, whoa. Same homie, same mother's new bitch, huh Brand new, same phone, who is this, huh Not a lane, give a fuck, who you with, whoa New trip, I been on some cool shit, huh Same homie, same mother's new bitch, whoa Brand new, same phone, who is this, huh Not a lane, give a fuck, who you with, whoa Cool shit, new bitch, huh Who is this, huh
4: who you
0: wear? Why? We're back, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, uh, that was New Drift. Um, so let's get right back into it. Um, so what would you say is like, or do you have one, I guess I should say? Do you have, and if so, what is the message that you think people should be taking away from you and your music?
1: Um, that's that's a great question. I feel like I just speak on experience, um, the things I've gone through, the things that I aspire to get and be, and um, I also speak on experiences of people who can't put out music. Put myself in their shoes and stuff like that so i guess the message um that i would want people to take away from my, me and my music is just you know um it's just i don't know man yeah. be more than than what people see and like it's bigger than me I, that's i guess that's the thing it's bigger than me bro it's bigger than me i'm gonna have a great career in music i'm gonna do all this shit. i'm gonna make a lot of money but it's bigger than me still you know what i'm saying yeah and um I just want people to know that you can do anything. You can do anything. And it's literally like, once you actually set your mind to it and lock in you know, on what you want to do, like the power of manifestation and the law of attraction is stupid, bro. Like it's actually stupid. You can, from things like, you can sit in your hoopty and, and manifest a bends in the, in, the, in, the, in the six months, or you can have fucking AIDS, bro, and cure yourself because of self-healing and, and manifestation shit. And that's just real. So you would it say does. you're pretty uh, spiritual? Yeah, of course. hundred yeah. percent religious, nah, uh, but spiritual, yeah, of course. Um, like me, God, I mean, God are like that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so
0: would you say that you make music for yourself more or less, kind of like a venting
1: session, or you more make music for people to hear? Um, it's a venting. Honestly, my approach um, originally was like I felt like I was making all this music for other people. I was like, what do people want to hear? Like. Mm-hmm. What so like now I make music for me and I I, I I vent and I know for a fact that people are gonna relate to it. Someone is, not everybody.
0: Because it's coming from like real emotions
1: from you. Yeah. Like if you felt it, you yeah. gotta imagine there's at least a few thousand other people. And, and also my approach in Denver was just like really funny. Like I actually started like making music like on some real conscious shit, real conscious lyrical shit, but I was like, people don't wanna hear that shit right now. No Wait till me like get the platform to start saying what the fuck I gotta say and I blowing fucking minds. But for now, like, you know, I like making music that I like listening to. Okay. So would you say your next evolution is, uh, just like, uh, just gonna drop a
0: content bomb on people? <laughs> <laughs> um, just somebody, one day, like, like people are coming in they're like, oh, I'm about to get turned to some DNA, let's go. And you know, drop just the bars on
1: them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yes or no? Um, now it's like you have to like hide shit. and Now I hide shit in plain sight.
4: Mm-hmm. Like you might
1: think that like I made a song about just nothing, but if you actually listen to actually what I'm saying, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, bro. I, I like dropping gems on hits. I like, like I I'm, I'm not gonna go into it, but I've had a couple little rap altercations with some of these niggas and. I will never, you'll never catch me making a whole song about somebody or about some shit. I'm gonna yeah. make a hit and dish your ass in
0: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to give them any clout or any air time. Not that I have any problem with them personally, but this is your interview, obviously. Um, but you did get into, it's PSA, right? Mm-hmm. Where you really get into kind of addressing people, addressing you, mm. um, without so much as directly attacking them, you know? Yeah. So... Do you feel like that was more of a there beneath you?
1: So this is all you get, or is that kind of how you would ever, how you would always deal with those situations? Bro? So I'm a man. You're a man. Anyone that I have an altercation with is also a man. Nobody is beneath me. I'm a human, bro. We're all human. But at the end of the day, you're not gonna say my name and come at me on some disrespectful shit without hitting me and and not expecting any repercussions. And and I'm not man i'm cut from a different clock bro i'm not gonna pull up on a nigga and try to fight you i ain't gonna call my goons up and try to shoot you i don't care about that shit what i'm gonna do is teach you something i'm gonna teach you something and the song wasn't just about wasn't towards wasn't towards dude it was towards anyone yeah it felt like dude Yeah. anyone bro like especially as a young black man bro i'm gonna tell you right now like we're 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 in a in a crazy 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 time bro like people the things that people that are people think Matters, it doesn't. Being a goon, being a gangster, that shit is not tight. I'm gonna tell y'all, that shit is not tight at all, bro. Yeah. At all. P.S.A. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's not tight. You know what's tight, bro? Uh, Providing for your family. Um, chasing your goals, having goals, um, owning something, starting a legacy, four, having four, loyalty, four. Mm-hmm. being real. That shit's cool. Yeah. All right. That shit's cool.
3: Do you ever feel the need to be polarizing? Um, elaborately. Like, so, for instance, at the beginning of this interview, we kind of talked about how, or you talked about how you are very personable. Everyone seems to, like, you'd go up to say hi to anyone, you know, yada, yada. Yeah. But at a certain point, I feel like artists, you gotta have a, yeah, I like him, or, no, I don't like him, as a fan. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you have fans that are like, no, I don't like him? Like, um, some of my fans are saying that they don't like me, or... Or just people in general, not necessarily fans. Um, like saying that they don't
1: like me? Yeah. Um... Or your music. You know what's crazy? People fuck with me because of me. Like, my music is dope. But that's not why people fuck with me. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: People fuck with me because of me. And the Mm -hmm. person that I am and the energy that I put off. So it's to a point where, like, if you really do dislike me or hate me, you're gonna look like a real hater because you don't really have a reason to. Um, yes, there's people who don't like me, but I don't focus on them. And it's crazy that I'm saying that because I used to, I used to look at and, and like, put all my attention on the people who weren't looking at me. And the people that were, like, staring at me, I'm just like, alright, one second, just keep looking, just, I'm gonna get gonna tap these people real, real quick to, like, get them to turn around. Like, fuck those people, they don't want to look at me, so why not just focus on people who are paying attention to me. And, like, you know, almost, like, just give them that attention and cater to them and, like, give them that experience and, like, do them right. and like. Hit them up, tell them thank you. Instead of saying, "Why don't you like me?" Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. So, glad it's been going great so far. It's been going so well that like one of the big topics I want to get into was like kind of slipped away from me. But um, I think one of the dopest things that you that I've seen you do so far um, was the I think it was like a I don't know if it was just a runway or it was a full fashion show that you did for Last Ones Left at Onyx. Yeah. Like that is super dope to me on a few levels. One, the fact that you're conscious enough that you have a, the, the last one's left, you're conscious enough to have a, a merch brand, you know, that isn't just like you, you mm-hmm. know? And then your connection to Onyx is like, all right, you're a dope promoter. And the fact that you brought that world together of like the fashion and the nightlife, cause I feel like for the most part, that scene, those scenes in Denver, aren't that far off from each other yeah. um, so just like the fact like I think events like that and continued events like that is how we really get the boom in Denver that we want to see you know and how we get the capital back into the locals hands as we start doing things for us by us. For us Ooh, by us. That shit. For us by like, us. I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so like, I think a big thing is like How does Denver continue to do things like that? And, like, I guess my question more for that one is, A, what did it take to get that done? And what kind of benefits did you see from it, putting on a fashion show that you promoted by your brand? Um, What was the first part of the question? Like, um, so how does that... So, (laughs) what
2: are the benefits that you saw from
0: it? Yeah, that's the second part of the question. No, it was, what are the benefits that you've seen from it and how do you do it,
1: I guess, more? Um, Like I said, I'm not glued to this shit, bro. Like, I love linking things together, just stepping back and looking at, like, man, this beautiful creation is all because of me. (laughs) But I don't even need to take all the credit from it, uh, either. Uh, Last One's Left, they're they're hardworking. They have the idea of wanting to do a fashion show. And I was like, yo, like, we got on like let's do it here. We don't gotta pay a whole bunch of money for this, we don't gotta build a whole stage or nothing like that. Let's do it here. Turn this nightclub into a runway. And so we did that um, and the benefits from it, it just benefits me um, because it's good luck. I walked in the fashion show yeah, as well as help set it up. Um, and it was more so like I get, the benefit for me was seeing people happy, seeing that people had a good time and also seeing that I could help people. But I could, I helped the audience and I helped the last ones left um, come together and you know collab and that's just cool. Bro. That just gives me no satisfaction. You know, like I didn't make a whole ton of money from it. I don't care about that shit. But yeah, so like Cause I... Because that that, like, I, I, yeah, yeah. I know that that's like, sorry, I know that that's like just a start of like a culture shift. You exactly. for like exactly. the city. We were literally talking
4: about that at lunch. Yeah,
1: like
0: I think that a big thing that's going to like um, they say a rising tide raises all boats. So like I think once you do things that helps get the word out to the city, inevitably you're in that same city so you kind of start rising and I feel like right now you kind of position yourself to be like you said the glue but also like glue kind of just holds things together but i the, the thing the thing i seen from that show was more of like a building move you know platform. like
4: You're building a platform
0: yeah building a platform and just bringing together different very small subgroups of people cuz i feel like in Denver we've got a ton of those a bunch of people who really like one thing and they've got a tight-knit group that they stick to with that thing, but if you can bring people together, it usually mixes pretty well. So it's like bringing together all these different worlds and trying to build something where there's money at the
1: top, you know, yeah.
0: that's flowing downward. That's definitely cool to me,
1: bro. That's definitely cool. And um, I'm glad you actually talked about that too because um, I like stepping away from music and doing things like that, because it does help me come back to the music and just have something else to talk about, you know. Um, it's experiences. I just wanna, like, like she said, we, we actually talked about it at lunch. It's funny, She's like, uh, I don't wanna make memories. I wanna make, I wanna make money, and I'm on the same shit. Um, I also want to provide experiences. Be, I also, I do wanna look back and be like, you know. Um, like, we accomplished all of this stuff. We did all of this stuff, and, you know, it benefited me, but it benefited all these people. And, you know, when I say it's bigger than me, having that mentality, it's always gonna come back to me. I know it is. Yeah. Because when I do something, or if I help someone else, I'm the first person that's in mind. Like, they'll hit me up and be like, I want you to do this, and I'm like, damn, like, let's go, um, but, yeah. Okay, I could dig it, I could dig it. Well, you got anything else?
0: No, I think we covered just about everything. Alright, that's all I got. You got any last words for us? Um, I'm kind of bored. I could use some more rap beef and play. Y'all heard them. All challengers. I <laughs> think that would bring some decent clout, you know, to the city. No, fuck that. You know, a good, a good, a good <laughs> but friends, you know, you don't got to say wild shit about somebody Records, That's bro. I want to make records with people.
1: Right. people. I want like to come together and actually start making more records. Like, I want to collab with... I'll, I'll tell you people, I want to collab right now. I want to collab with Ray Reed, I want to collab with Kayla Ray. I want to collab more with AP. We just did a song yesterday. I want to collab more with Chase Chapman. I want to collab more with, um, like, the young cats, like Yo, Lil Stevie and Ox and more. And... Young Fiji, and like, um, uh, uh, Road, like a couple, a couple of dudes, I want to, I want to collab with more videographers, more photographers, anyone who's a creative, like, let's just make some art, that's what I'm trying to be on. I feel you, I feel you. Um, yeah, that's
0: for sure. Um, we're about to get into our last song, um, and, uh, you, s- how do you feel about the uh, Campbell Soup joint? Uh,
1: Campbell Soup? Damn, shit. But, uh. Let her come over and let, let, let her be hear to the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like work? that joint. I like that joint. Yeah. Where can they find you for? Oh, you can find me um, at DNA Picasso on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, that's DNA PICASSO. on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Teaser, fucking everything. It's just DNA Picasso. Follow um, me. Message right. me All right.
0: Make sure you guys check out uh, that album just released. Um, just take over right uh, you saw it 10 hour later right? over yeah, right? 10 hour layover. Right? over um, but anyway you can find us on our all socials at tap in 5280 um tap in 5280 uh, i am on instagram and twitter
3: at O-O-J-A-V-A-N, ujubon you can find me on instagram at doopm you can find me on twitter You're at a-
1: a- uh, and underscore up Why are you trying to hold the tweets back from me? Why, why are you trying to hold the tweets back? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm Twitter, Twitter's my realm. Y'all come fuck with me. Y'all tap in with me on Twitter, man. I'll be talking my shit. Yeah, Shit. I appreciate you coming through. Yeah, course, I appreciate you coming bro. through, bro.
5: watching you girl since you came in don't tell me i'm playing cause you playing too cause two can play it that and i don't play by the rules cause you really been tripping i know i came in with all of these women but who was that nigga you had on your arm when you walked in the building forget it i'm tripping but I can't just act like I don't want to kick it, little baby. I'm with it. Just tell me you' with it. I'll give you the business. You know I ain't got no motherfucking time. Yeah, if you wanna fucking win a honey, hit my
4: line.